Good morning, Oregon. It's Wednesday, November 30th. This is Andrew Thien with a news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. A driver drove into the REI in the Pearl District on Black Friday as part of an elaborate smash-and-grab operation, the third break-in at the outdoor retailer in a single week. The store was closed at the time. Reported burglaries, robberies, vehicle thefts, and vandalism are at their highest level since 2019, even as police are referring just a fraction of those crimes to county prosecutors. Businesses are frustrated and feel trapped by the inflation, lingering COVID-19 effects, and rising e-commerce. Elsewhere in the city, the owner of a high-end rain gear store on Northeast Grand closed its business Monday, citing the, quote, constant and unrelenting criminal behavior, unquote. The owner of Portland's iconic salt and straw ice cream said it was considering moving its central kitchen and headquarters out of state because of concerns for its employees' safety. On Tuesday evening, a group of Central East Side Industrial District business owners met with local political leaders to voice their frustration and concerns. More than two years after Don't Shoot PDX members filed a lawsuit against the city of Portland because of its use of flashbangs and other crowd control devices during the racial justice protests, the city agreed to settle. Portland will pay a quarter million dollars as part of the deal. Plus, it's agreeing to not use so-called flashbang devices and will purge its remaining inventory as part of the agreement to end the federal lawsuit. The lawsuit proceeds will be split among five plaintiffs, with one penny set aside for the advocacy group Don't Shoot PDX. That's the black-led nonprofit that advocates for social and racial justice in the city. Portland police must also agree to an injunction that requires officers follow state and local policies on the use of tear gas, less lethal munitions, and pepper spray. U.S. District Court Judge Marco Hernandez can enforce that agreement for the next year and two months. He's previously found the city in contempt for violating its own policies. Quote, this is a win for organizers and anti-fascist activists everywhere, unquote, said Teresa Rayford, founder and executive director of Don't Shoot PDX. Quote, our freedom of expression is the foundation of how we make social change possible, she said. We're grateful to everyone, all of our supporters, and our individual donors who made it possible to bring this lawsuit. A Clackamas County grand jury determined that two law enforcement officers acted lawfully when they shot and killed a 24-year-old black man this June following a car chase. Dwayne Clark was shot and killed following a chase in Clackamas County June 18th. Clark was a volunteer teacher in training at the Insight Alliance. That's a nonprofit that works with adults and youth in prison. He was introduced to the organization while at McLaren Youth Correctional Facility for a 2015 second-degree robbery charge. Clark was 17 at the time of that conviction. The Insight Alliance and Clark's family said they had questions for law enforcement officers following his death, including why Clackamas County Sheriff's deputies appeared to go against policy by pursuing Clark. Officers had said they suspected Clark of driving under the influence when they tried to pull him over, but he didn't pull over and drove into a ditch, according to the Department of Justice. Clark ran from the car, reportedly with a visible firearm, and the trooper and deputy fired multiple shots at him. Clark was shot twice and died at the scene. Clark's family had questioned why they pursued Clark when suspicion of Dewey is merely a misdemeanor crime. Fresh off an unbelievable comeback win over their arch-rival Oregon Ducks, the Oregon State Beavers are giving their defensive coordinator a big raise. 
Trent Bray received a $100,000 annual pay bump in his updated contract. That takes the former Beaver linebacker through the 2024 season. The revised contract, which was obtained through a public records request by the Oregonian and Oregon Live, calls for Bray to make $700,000 next year and $750,000 in 2024. There are at least three defensive coaches in the Pac-12 conference who make more than $1 bucks per year, including Oregon's Tosh Lapoy, who makes more than twice what Bray is paid. For more about Trent Bray and the Oregon State Beavers, check out our Beaver Banter podcasts anywhere you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.